Welcome back. This is Off Topic. I'm Cody and we're back with episode 5 of season 2. I'm with my beautiful co-host, Balissa. How are you doing today, baby? Hi, girl. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just tired. You know, like when you've just been working the whole day. And I feel like also like the Zoom calls and stuff. They are so tiring. So I've got that um, virtual working world fatigue, actually. It's actually a lot, like, and I don't feel like we speak about this thing a lot, that, like, actually working virtually is so exhausting, because you don't even have time to stretch your legs sometimes, like, it's back-to-back Zoom calls or whatever. Exactly. Totally get it. it. But, yeah, talking about virtual worlds, mm. today, our topic is primarily based on social media. I don't know if Lisa has watched it, but I watched The Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma. (laughs) Yeah. Did I you was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it was really real to see that documentary. I I mean, a lot of the things we know, but when you have the backing, the stats, you know, the reality of it comes at you real fast. So we're going to talk all things social media, social media relationships, friendships, social media standards, and the like. So I'll take it over to Lisa and just hear what she has to say as an opening remark. Yeah. So the social dilemma um documentary i have my own views by the way like with all the stats that they've shared and stuff um i did kind of feel like it was a bit exaggerated but i i I don't really think that's what we're gonna discuss today about you know all of that stuff it's more about the practical aspects of it and how we do using it on our everyday lives right so Mm -hmm. i've noticed that there's quite a few people that like they comment on my stories. Um, I comment on theirs. Um, we look at each other's stories. Um, well, pictures. We like each other's pictures and all of that stuff. But then when it comes to having a relationship offline, it's actually non-existent. Um, yeah. And that's yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> mm, it's yeah. so weird for me. It's very weird. And... I hate that it's actually become something that's so normalized, you know, mm. because it makes, for me personally, it makes my life weird because now, like, I won't even lie, if we're interacting often, I mean, there's people who you don't interact often with, like, you follow each other cool, but you're not in- entirely interacting on a regular basis or frequent basis, so that's fine, but when you have someone who you're consistently, like, engaging with, liking, commenting, liking, commenting, sharing, the whole thing, when mm. I see you in real life, trust me I'm fun to greet you you know I'm gonna greet yeah. you and then like at times I find myself like a little bit apprehensive like maybe on my way to seeing this person when I'm out now I'm like do this does this person recognize me like it, mm. if I go up to it's it gonna be awkward like you know and and I hate finding myself in that predicament so most times I just choose not to and it, it makes me feel so bad because I'm just like you know, I should have probably greeted. I'm kind of perpetuating this culture of like, yeah, we're cool in social media, but are we cool in real life though? You know, mm-hmm. and that's my predicament. It just puts me in such an awkward position um, mm-hmm. because I've had people come up to me like, hey, I follow you on the social media platform and hey, it's really great to meet you. And it's such a nice interaction because that's you get nice. to see 
what the person's like in person. I mean, you you vibe, it's nice, you know, and you made a new mm-hmm. friend or whatever. Um, but it's so awkward when someone genuinely will walk past you like you don't exist. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, do I look like my pictures? Do I not? Because this is <laughs> awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you had that happen to you before? Um, no, for me, it's always like people that are kind of close to me um that we are supposed to have a relationship we are supposed to speak um or at least establish something and then the only interaction that I ever get from them is like on social media I'm like okay and then when we like meet in person it's not the same it's not the same like oh my god I love your hair whatever the case may be um so that's the only thing that's happened to me like I've never had a an instance where like because also my um account is private so I don't really get to interact with p- people that I don't know. And obviously I would mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, like all the people that are on my Instagram are kind of people that I already know. Um, so that's that's why for me, I get a bit touched that like there is no interaction outside of social media. And even if like you try and send that person a message, they will just read it and leave it on read. And I'm like, okay. But like just yesterday you were liking my picture. Can say what's that about? <laughs> Yo, guys, I need to tell you guys a story. I told Lisa about this and I was like so confused because it relates deeply to what she's talking about now. Yeah. And literally there's this girl now. I'm not going to mention any names, but y'all know her. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we've known each other since high school. We didn't go to the same high school, but I've known her since I was in high school and she was in high school. And, you know, she was still on the come up back then, like, you know, doing her thing. Um... And we were very cool. Like we'd even text often or whatever. But we weren't always, we weren't friends, but like we were friendly, if I can put Mm. it like that. We both went to Vits. So she was around campus. Every time I'd see her, we'd literally have a fat chat, you know, catch up. What's been up? How's your life going? The usual. How now that the girl is popping and I had such a weird interaction with this person. And I think I was at a club in Cape Town. Where was I? Soup. And I saw her and I greeted, I think I waved because she was sitting in a sec. Mm. And I was with my other friends from Cape Town. And I saw her, I was like, oh my God, there she is. Let me go, you know, greet. But I mean, I didn't want to step into the sec because that's a little awkward because there's like those bands, you know, separating yeah. the sec from the rest of the club. So I just, you know, stood close by, but like I was getting a drink. So I just waved or whatever. She waved, but like awkwardly, kind of like, mm, why are you greeting me? You know? Mm. And I was like, this is such a weird <laughs> encounter. And yeah. then the next day, she's commenting on my pictures like, oh, my God, I miss you. We should link up soon. And I'm like, I was dizzy, guys. Like, I don't want to lie to you. I was so dizzy because I'm like, but we just had a very weird encounter where you were acting fresh and yeah. you were with your peeps. And, like, you definitely made me feel very small. And here I am honoring a very honest relationship that I thought we had. And I legit just didn't know how to feel or act and I don't know these things really give me anxiety like I mm. I, I definitely have anxiety I, I mean yeah yeah no. I mean I definitely agree with you I mean I feel like if we're going to talk about being authentic and real like the relationship that we have offline should mirror the relationship that we have online you know um and I think for me it's so weird how a person can literally sing all your praises online um I'm not even sure what that is about you know are they trying to get points or what's that about and then when when it's just the two of you the interaction is like completely different 
Um, because for me, how I treat you when it's just the two of us and how I treat you publicly and especially on social media, it's going to be the same. So I agree. Like, it's so dizzying. Like, what is actually going on? I was legit confused. And my thing is, right, honestly, I'm so okay with us not being cool. But let's mm. not be cool everywhere. Like, mm. then don't comment on my shit. Don't like my shit. Don't interact with me at any point yeah. if that's the case. And I can completely deal with that. Like, I I am very good at keeping my distance and being, you know, just keeping it moving. Um, mm-hmm. As long as it's here on all fronts. But don't make it seem like we have this established relationship. And when I honor it in person, it's a different story because you're around certain people. Like, you know, mm. I don't know. And I think it's this whole follower count situation that gives people the idea that they're better than or they need to put on a persona and I, I don't know if it's a I can't be seen greeting ABC kind of people if I mm. am out because I need to represent this big demeanor influencer self that I've developed online and yeah. hey sis stay away from me because I don't mm. waste that kind of energy you know um, yeah. and I don't know maybe it's because we're not big time influencers yeah <laughs> We don't know how that world functions, but it seems very fake to me. Like, it seems very, very fake to me. And, yeah, and I value interaction so much. I value people so much. I value compassion so much that, like, it really it really makes me worry about our destiny as a human race when mm. these are the kind of social dilemmas we find ourselves in, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have True. a question for you, mm. right? Because I've, I've heard a few people say this, like, oh, my God, um, she blocked me on her story. She, he blocked me on his story. Um, what do you think of people basing, like, the health of their relationship on, like, some of the things that happen on social media um, in that way? Like, if, if, so, if your friend is not liking some of your pictures, what do you think of people who get mad when that happens? Um. For me personally, it depends on our relationship in person, right? Yeah. So if we're if we're really cool and we have a very um, healthy communication platform outside of social media, right? And you are acting weird and saying some shady stuff about me, or I don't know. For me, like personally, things like oh, my best friend like my 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 picture or whatever. That's it's tri- it's very trivial. Like it doesn't matter as long as we're mm-hmm. actually still speaking and catching up, and we're still being our friend. Uh, we're still being friends as per usual. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but what will touch me is if let's say you're my friend and I don't receive like your support on a social media platform, and I'll explain. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. let's say you're having an event, right? Like Park Up is running an event, and you've mm-hmm. told me about it, and I'm very much aware of what's happening. I go mm-hmm. on social media. I'm busy promoting everyone else's stuff, like sharing their stuff. Every time you post Park Up stuff, I'm generally not commenting. I'm not sharing. I'm not involved. But I'm happy to do that for other people's businesses. You see, because mm. what it tells me is that you have the capacity to think that, oh, you can support businesses and you can support people. But me as your friend, you're not trying to support my shit. And like something mm. as small as a share or a retweet or whatever goes a long way in a friendship. Personally, mm. that's how I feel. I know not a lot of people feel the same way, but that's how I feel. But and and, and I will check you for that. I have yeah. done it before. And I don't think that's a huge expectation. If a friend of mine is on a hustle and they're doing something, I must show my support. Mm. Surely. But things like a like 
or something. Sometimes I might have not seen your picture on my timeline or I might not, or I just don't feel like I, I have anything to add as a comment to a story. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's mm. fine. Um, so I don't know if that distinction makes sense, but that's how I feel. Um, mm. And also if let's say we're, 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 we're cool or whatever on our own personal relationship, but then your online personality is reflecting something different where I can pick up bad energies, mm. then that's a problem. Like, I just want consistency. You know, mm. I I just want consistency. What about you? Yeah, um, I think for me, it's like constantly taking, if someone has blocked your story, first of all, where do you get the time to go and take who's viewed your story? Like, I'm sure you get like a 300 or hundreds of people basically watching your story. So how... How are you going to go look at every individual person and say, yeah, this person's viewing my story or not? Um, and if the other person is posting their own stories and you're not seeing it on your timeline. Like, I don't know. It's just a weird, <laughs> it's so weird it for me when people are, are kind of looking for signs where it's continuing on social media because, um, yeah, it's just like super strange. Um, in terms yeah. of sharing, yeah, in terms of sharing um, our friends' work and things like that, definitely 100% um, believe in that. That, you know, when your friend is doing something, share it, um, like it, or, you know, tell people about it in whatever way that you can. Um, but at the same time, you know, when people aren't doing it for you, I don't think it's like, because, I mean, people can be doing it in other ways. Like, it's, it's social media is not the only platform to share things, right? So, I mean, we've spoken about this before, where mm. a friend hasn't done this and whatnot. And she was telling me that, no, I actually share your stuff, like, in a different platform. So, yeah, I mean, social media is not everything at the end of the day. It, it, it's a platform. And there's so many other, actually, so, there's so many different social media platforms um, but also there are platforms where, where I guess like intimate conversations happen and probably those spaces could even have a bigger impact than someone just sharing something on social media. So I don't get like initially I, I used to get touched like why isn't this person like some for example some of my cousins aren't even following my um, business and I've seen how she's following other people's businesses and she's sharing other people's stuff and whatnot. And initially I was always getting touched. Like, why isn't this person following Parker, but she's following X, Y, and Z. She is, um, you know, sharing X, Y, and Z. But I was like, you know what? That's like a small aspect of it. She is doing other things um, for my business on the side. So, mm. yeah. Um, but like, I, for I, me, I get that. I get that. I get that completely. And I mean, if you are doing that, then that's fine. Like, let's say you have your own medium of showing support. Um, that's completely fine with me. But for me, it's, it's, it's a thing of like, especially as someone who's very close to you, who knows the intimate parts of what went into your planning, the intimate parts of like what you had to go through for that. And, you know, understanding that, you know, it's, it's not even about who receives it. It's not about um, mm. how many people you can get through this person. For me, it's just a signal of I acknowledge your work. I am your friend. I'm going to put it out there, mm. you know. And that's, it's, it's more so that the principle. And mm. my thing is then, if I see that you're sharing people who you're not even intimately close with, 
their stuff. You're willing to put your your distant acquaintances stuff on there or someone you just genuinely follow or whatever. Mm. A small business. I'm not talking like a large corporation, just a small business or a small something like oh whatever. And you're able to do that. You have the capacity to do that. I'm always just going to be like, why? Or maybe it's just because of how I am and how I function, you know, and, mm. and that's predominantly maybe the problem is that people don't work the same way you do. And I've had to understand that. But it's definitely still a conversation I'm having with my friend. Like, I noticed that A, B, C and D, you do this when, but when it comes to me, it's not a thing that you do. Why? Given mm. the reason, I'll accept. If it's chilled, that's fine. But if it's not, there's no actual, you know, reason behind it. It's just a thing of like, oh, I just don't. And people mm. who don't, like, as your friend, like, oh, I don't support your events or I don't listen to your stuff or I don't this. That's also weird, guys. Like, I, mm. I just, I find it really weird. But anyway, moving right along. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, what is your take on friendships just primarily formed online right um mm-hmm. how have you nav- have you had a friend that you've just or a relationship i mean it depends that's primarily formed online and how has that translated into the real life space and does it carry the same authenticity have you felt like it's it's just as meaningful as someone who you met in real life first mm, def- i mean first of all that's how i met my boyfriend <laughs> we met on what is it? Um, Apple Music. We were listening to music together. He listened to my playlist and then eventually it went to Instagram and then um, WhatsApp and all of that stuff. So I think it all depends on what the conversation is about um, and whether, you know, there's common interests. So some of the girls that I've met online, um, maybe it started off with, oh my God, I love your hair. Oh my God, I love your skin. You're so beautiful and things like that. And then Every single time I see I see her posts and um, I find something like on my you know timeline or whatever that's basically in line with what she usually posts, I then send it to her. Then that's kind of like how it starts. And then it's oh my god, um, can I actually have your your number? Um, I want to share something with you. And then it goes to WhatsApp. And then now it's like um, constant sharing and constant communication with this person on the common interests that, that we have. And then eventually, oh my God, um, you meet this person. You didn't really decide that you're going to meet, but like you just meet her maybe at like a party or something like that. And then it's like, oh, wow, this is you. This is you. And then it's it's sort of like um, you've always known this person, but obviously only o- online. So I think yeah. for me, yeah, like it, it, it depends on the individuals that are involved and how, for how much further they want to take their relationship. And that's why I'm saying for me, especially with people that are close to me, it's very, it's very funny that you're going to be sharing my posts or tagging me on your stories, but like in real life, we don't have a relationship because I could literally have that with a person that I don't know. And then it, it grows into, you know, a proper relationship. So yeah, that's my take on that. And what about you? Um, yeah, I think I think for me, I try to put forth a very consistent personality online that you can mm. expect in real life. Um, and I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's received that way. I can't say. But mm. I'm hoping like what you see of me online is what you can expect of me in person. So I feel like mm. if I develop a relationship or a friendship with someone who I meet online, um, they can almost always expect the same energy um, mm. in person. 
Um, And so with any of the friendships I've formed online that I've really taken above and beyond just an online platform, I've never had any difficulty navigating those. Um, It's always been good vibes. It hasn't been weird Um, from me as a personal perspective on that. So it's always been fine because if we really kicked it off on common interest online, then for sure in person, then it's always good energy. And in terms of, and I think that the, the, what I mentioned in the beginning is such an important and vital point is that like, if your online personality is consistent with who you are in person, it's so mm-hmm. easy for those to happen because alternatively you have to put on persons online and then mm-hmm. in person they're completely different, you know, different. maybe very reserved, maybe, you know, just completely different. And I think that then it becomes a little awkward because I'm like, oh, you're not exactly the person mm-hmm. I signed up. Um, yeah. Maybe that can be a good thing. Maybe that can be a bad thing. I think it's it's obviously dependent on the situation and the relationship that was formed. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's also this thing, right? So I feel like there's guys who hit on you online, nah. And I yeah. mean, this is my experience. Guys who let's say they'll DM you often, like, "Hey, I really like you," blah blah blah, the whole spiel. But on their timeline, like, they're still, you know, pr- promoting very single-esque promiscuous behavior and Mm. for me I'm unable to take your your messages in private seriously when you are still entertaining random girls let me not say random but other girls on the timeline still promoting a promiscuous lifestyle a single lifestyle uh uh I'm part of the game lifestyle but on the side you're still like hitting on me and expecting me to take you seriously I have difficulty with that and I mean I've raised it with a couple of people and people are just like yeah but that's just the nature of like social media like don't take what people tweet seriously or don't take what people post seriously and I'm like but I do it's what Mm. you're saying you know it's it's what you're saying about yourself consistently and then the conversations you're engaging with or in are saying something about you and how am I supposed to take your word for it that you're not doing this with a bunch of people who you're interacting with in this nature. So I don't know, what's your view on that? Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it's that consistency thing, Mm. you know. Um, Honestly, I can't be seeing you, because you know how Instagram in the past, you used to see what, what, like, photos people are liking and stuff. Yes, yeah. Yeah, like, I honestly can't be seeing you busy, like, um, liking half-naked girls and whatnot. And then at the same time, we're having these serious conversations and you're saying that you want to be serious with me and things like that. No, exactly. it's not going to happen. Um, and yes, I, I, I am of the opinion that you need to call that person out. You need to ask them what is going on. So you're asking, yeah. you're asking me out, you're hitting on me. And then on, this was your tweet. You can even take like a screenshot. <laughs> this was <your> tweet. <laughs> Because also, like, I don't want to be wasting my time. Like, I don't want to waste my time. And for me, it makes my life very awkward because now you're coming through with all these great chats and, like, you're coming through with all this energy about how serious you are. But at the Mm. same time, I really can't take you seriously. And you're wondering, like, oh, but what's this girl's problem? It's because I can't take you seriously. I can't Mm. take you seriously. I'm not out here, like, if I'm entertaining someone in my my DMs or whatever, you're not going to see me, you know, go on about guys and how you know, the streets and the street life is great and the game is great and I'm committed to the Mm. game. You know, I'm not going to be doing that because how do I expect you to take me seriously, you know? And I really battle with that. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Defos. (laughs) My (laughs) other question for you is um, taking social media breaks. Yeah. Because I think, we, you know, like we really 
get stuck in there and you're just like you can't take yourself out of it you pretty much you know um I don't know stuck I guess what do you think of taking social media breaks I think they're imperative like I think they're so important I mean I just got off one now Mm. um I took a break I think the whole of September and literally I wasn't even feeling extremely depressed or low or whatever the case may be I just was Mm. looking at my screen time stats you know and it kept increasing and increasing and increasing and I could I couldn't tell you what I'm doing online like if you (laughs) ask me why are you spending an average of nine hours a day online I can't even tell you what I'm doing and I and I sat with that and I'm like that's a little bit problematic because I'm spending all this time subconsciously unaware online consuming data consuming information consuming ideas and I can't tell you how why where when it's just Mm -hmm. happening and trust me your brain is capturing all this information just because you aren't aware doesn't mean that you know your brain isn't you know still consuming this data and I think in an effort to be more intentional with my time and also my own thoughts I think social media has introduced a very intense herd mentality suddenly Mm. you find yourself like switching your own you know opinions or just having opinions of things that you just genuinely wouldn't before or it can be it, I mean it's twofold it's a double-edged sword it can be very informative and sort of you know bring light to situations you weren't entirely aware of but on the other hand there's mm. this intense herd mentality and intense cruelty that can happen on social media and suddenly you're finding yourself roasting people online and laughing <laughs> with people you know being mean towards yeah. someone I'm like but I'm not yeah. that person and You're you know yeah buying into cultures you wouldn't exactly authentically buy into because you don't mm. want to be left behind you know such things that aren't authentically you and I think sometimes removing yourself and getting yourself back into check and being like okay Cody this is who you actually are and these are ideas you actually have about yourself and the things that you like to sign up to are yeah. within the space that's not you that's just society and it looks cool but like it's not you um Mm. so I think social media breaks are important aside from the whole mental health maintenance thing because you really do start to compare yourself it's it's just human nature like I kind of want that body now you start looking at yourself a little bit different or I want to dress like that you know or which it's great sometimes if you know you're looking for a stylistic change I mean it can be very positive but it depends where it's coming from and what what it's rooted in. Like if mm. it's a thing of like that girl who dresses like this or has a body like this is getting more likes and, you know, is getting more, uh, uh, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Attention. Is getting more attention and whatever. So I want that. So I'm going to try be like that or emulate her personality, even though it's so mm. far removed from who you are, then it becomes a little bit questionable. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think social media breaks are important. You connect a lot better with the people around you. You get to get so attached to your phone that, like, you could be sitting yeah. in a room with people who really matter to you and you can't even see them or engage with them because you're on your phone. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for those reasons, I think definitely it's so important. What about Super. you? Yeah, I mean, I so the way that I've been doing it, and um, I realized this when – we had to drive in because I constantly needed to be on my phone and we had to, you know, accept people's bookings and all of that stuff. Um, I've, I've actually built um, like a habit for myself that during the week, I'm literally not on social media. I actually exit my personal account um, so that I can actually focus on work. And then towards the end of the week, like Thursday, like evening or Friday, 
evening, that's when I'm back on and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm ready to engage with people. Cause I think it's important to sort of go in and out of it, in and out of it and not, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Like completely on. So I think it's super important. And I actually wanted to say something about what you said about like not having your own thoughts and having this herd mentality. Mm. What I wanted to bring up with that is that sometimes with social media or sometimes like you're doing something like, um, in your own space and you're constantly asking asking yourself if I have to if I had to Instagram this how would it look is it Instagramable mm-hmm. um, can I write a story Instagram. about this yeah mm-hmm. can I take a video and I'm just like that is absolutely insane <laughs> it's it's yeah. so crazy and even when you're having interactions with people people that you want to spend quality time with um, you're not able to do so fully because you constantly want to take pictures and do this and do that and yeah. I mean, but unfortunately, like, it, it needs a balance, right? Because um, ever since I started doing this, I think I started this last year, I've actually realized that I haven't been capturing some of, like, the really important moments because I've trained myself to kind of, like, be in the moment. And I'm like, I don't have pictures of this particular, like, um, experience that I had because I think it's important to capture those moments so you can go back to them. So I think, you know, having striking a balance is super important, um, whether you're doing it like monthly or weekly or whatever works for you. Right. But I think it's important to have a break at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. And I think you you get so immersed in this culture of um, it even becomes less of a comparison between other people. And it starts becoming comparison and competition with yourself. Right. Mm. Like my previous post did so well. I need to yeah. that. Now you start curating your real life into real making life. moments that can match up with your previous posts because that did well. Now, mm. you know, and, and it becomes a cycle and it's exhausting. And you have so many points to prove to people who genuinely don't care. Um, they don't care. Because they're also consumed about like their social status at the end of the day. They're consumed about how many likes they're getting. Um, so at the end of the day, I, I, I completely agree. It's like, you are in competition, but it's unhealthy competition with yourself. Because I think it's it's good to have that, okay, I want to be better than yesterday. But, like, this one is not healthy because you're basing it on, like, an external, um, I guess, rating system, which is the likes and um, how many people viewed your story and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, if, if, you, if you're intentionally posting stuff and you want engagement because, you know, you want to know something about – um, this aspect of your life that you're trying to embark on, I think it can be really good to see engagement from that perspective. But mm. if it's primarily just for, you know, egoic pur- uh, purposes and needing mm. like, consistent validation, I mean, only you can decide what's healthy and what isn't. And I think we all mm. know when you reach an unhealthy place with something in it because you genuinely feel so unaccomplished and so depressed that, you know, you're not getting this consistent feedback and this consistent, you know, praise and instant gratification. And I mm. think that um, that's when it gets worrying for me as like, oh, now I feel like I have to post, you know, that, that yeah. I have to, that's when I know it's problematic because you shouldn't have to do it. You shouldn't mm. feel like let's do anything. It should just because you want to, you know, mm. because social media is a tool. And I think yeah, that's how it was meant to be. And it's become far something else. It's become a pandemic on its own where, it's no longer a tool. It's actually people's lives now. And I think that that just it's because now there's this influencer market, you know, and mm. um, 
people want to be that people want to be influential people want to matter so badly that you know their own lives just don't feel like they're enough and i think that's when it becomes a little bit psychologically um not degrading but i guess um dangerous um Mm -hmm. so i think that as long as you have certain boundaries with yourself and you understand why you're doing certain things and they make sense to you and you go back to bed feeling completely okay with yourself and what you accomplished in the day, then it's completely fine. I think as long as you always recognize the person you are online and that person makes you happy, then that's fine. But Mm -hmm. as soon as there's a disconnect in who you actually are and what you see of yourself online or how people even perceive, uh, perceive you, um, then, I mean, you have questions to answer, you know, and only yeah. you know the answers to those questions. So, Absolutely. yeah, that's really my take on that. Sure. Um, and do you think social media in itself is bad? Because um, we were actually having a, a debate this weekend about the social dilemma. And um, I had my own views and I was like, yeah, anyway, like I will, I will say what my views are after after I've heard yours, do you think social media is bad? Um, I think it's like anything in life, you know, it should be done in moderation. And mm. I mean, there are people who are making genuine businesses out of their social media presence. So I can't mm. say it's bad. I think there's a little bit of good and bad in everything. It depends on how you use it. Like I said, it's a tool. It's meant to be used. It's not supposed to use you. And mm. I think when the tables are turned and it's actually starting to use you, then it can definitely be bad because that's harmful, you know, yeah. but you're still in consistent control of your usage of your engagement, then it's not bad because um, even if you don't have a business out of it, but it, let's say it's a form of, you know, getting information and you're consistently up to date with things that you need to be in your relevant industry or interests. And you're engaging with people. It's a form of connection. It's, I mean, we're social distancing now. So um, I think it's made connections much easier and more accessible and information and data more accessible. And as such, I can't say it's a bad thing. And we're even introduced to more products that you would ideally not even know of, you know, through social media. So I think it can be used so beautifully as long Mm -hmm. as we're still aware that it is a tool. So I don't think social media is inherently bad. I think we just allow it to be a bad place. Mm. Um, Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I I agree because um, so the whole, I guess what the argument was, um, was that, you know, they exploit us and with these algorithms and all these Mm. notifications and things like that. Yes, I understand. Obviously, algorithms are there to sort of steer people in a certain direction. If they see that you like um, artwork, then social media or Instagram, for example, is going to show you a lot of artwork. And they're going to be pushing that content towards you. And then with that, they get to then, you know, get or generate more revenue from advertising and things like that. But mm-hmm. what I was saying is that, because, you know, there's this part um, on the social dilemma when they're saying that there's this person, I know it was an analogy, but they were saying there's like this person who's kind of like watching you, what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You. yeah. And I was like, fine. I know it's an analogy, but I think sometimes it, it, it may seem disproportionate because at the end of the day, as the user, you are still in control. Like you said, you can switch off your notifications if you don't want notifications. Um, and even with the, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong actually with building an algorithm that's going to be giving you content that you signed up for. 
You know, if yeah. you like a lot of like design stuff or dogs, for example, on my account, I see a lot of dogs, design work and other things or like um, gardens and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is what I want. So, yeah, because yeah, people are saying, no, people are getting influenced and whatnot. Then that's a co- that's a different conversation to have that we need to now educate people about this tool that, it, yes, it is powerful. And yes. Um, it has some positive aspects, but at the same time, there's a bit of an addiction that happens and psychological um, weaknesses that come with it. It's, just, it's a matter of education and not saying, oh, social media is bad. It's horrible. Everyone must delete their accounts. Absolutely not. There's yeah. a lot more that co- comes out of social media that's good than is bad. And yes, I understand this suicide, all these things, all these bad things that are involved, but I think everything has a good and a bad and that's where just education in itself can bridge that gap and yeah yeah, that's I agree like to to a very large extent it's a self-awareness thing right and Mm. for me I don't mind seeing and having videos suggested to me on YouTube because based on my previous watch or whatever because for me it's content I actually like to enjoy and when I'm done watching and I feel like I've had enough of the rabbit hole I just step out and switch my phone off or you know step out of the app but it's not going to affect the fact that like oh I watched five videos now instead of two because YouTube <laughs> suggested that I watch the rest of them. That's yeah. my choice at the end of the day. You know, I, I get to decide how I use my time. And if I felt like it's worth my investment, I can watch it. And if I don't want to watch it anymore, I don't. Um, if I follow a certain page and I liked what they posted and suddenly I feel differently about it, I just unfollow. You know, my, mm-hmm. my point is that it's a tool. Use it how you please. But then don't mm-hmm. get mad at the system. You signed up for it. And there's, you yeah. know, T's and C's apply to all of this, you know, and you you agree. And that's just the nature of the game. You just yeah. play it well. Play it in a way that suits your life and curate your social media to to be positive for you. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just think people have pressure to upkeep. And that's when things that's get a little bit toxic. Yeah. You know, um, pressure to upkeep consistently. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Any closing remarks? Closing remarks. Um, for me, if we're going to be interacting on social media, let's be consistent um, in real life. <laughs> that's all I ask for. Like, literally, that's all that it is. Um, if we're going to be liking each other um, online, then let's like each other offline. If not, then cool, let's not interact at all. I'm actually okay if, like, people unfollow me. You know, like, I'm, I'm that person. I'm like, I have literally chosen the people that like follow me and I follow them back for those reasons because I just choose my energy that way you know um and then the other thing for me is social media is not bad like we said it's a tool um but I think before you get on it you kind of need to know from the get-go what what you're getting yourself into why you are there in the first place and what kind of content um it is that you're going to be exposing yourself to so, um, yeah, j- just having that self-awareness is important. And then lastly, taking a break is super, super important. So you don't get, you know, um, stuck in this rabbit hole and you can't take yourself out of it and it starts impacting um, you in real life because it's not real life. Like we all know it, you know, mm. it's a moment in you're taking a picture of a moment in time um, mm. and the rest of life is continuing after that. So, yeah, those are my closing remarks.
Yeah, definitely. I, I, I actually just wanted to echo exactly what you said there towards the end, which is that social media is not real. It's not it's not a real world. You know, it's yeah. it's everything you want it to be. And, yeah. you know, it, and in that, let's let's play it cautiously in that, like, let it not be so distant from the you you are um, so that mm. it makes your life even uncomfortable to upkeep a lifestyle you can't upkeep, you know, because. Yeah. I think I think especially now um, we're caught in a system where people really are so pressured by the lifestyles of other people and what they interact with on screen. You have no idea what that next person has had to go through to get that Gucci bag. You just mm-hmm. see the Gucci bag and it looks good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or the trip to Milan or whatever the case may be. You have no idea what work went into that. You have no idea what you know mental health issues a person is facing or whatever the case may be. And your life in the background does not reflect the life of that individual. So you can't pressure yourself to live a certain lifestyle you can't maintain. So I think that let's understand that, we, like you said, we're only seeing moments. We're only seeing curated moments of what a person wants us to see. You're not going to have someone show you that they are crying every night at night. I mean, every night or that they're going through the worst depression of their life. You know, even if they are, they're probably going to post the best picture of themselves that's not going to reflect that reality. So don't take things at face value that you see on social media and decide that that's a standard that you you should mm-hmm. hold for yourself. Um, because you take that into your real life, right? You take that yeah. into your real life and that's unhealthy. So I think let's make distinctions between social media as a virtual world that is completely and utterly separate from our real lived experiences and use it as a tool as it was made to be used as a tool and nothing else. And also practice some self-awareness and self-discipline while you mm-hmm. engage with this tool because it can be a very great tool to have when you are very sure of who you are and the content you want to present to people, but also the content you want to consume as a person. But mm-hmm. it requires a very, very deep understanding of self. So you're not just floating aimlessly from page to page, deciding what you should do next or who you should be next, because that's what's on trend. Um, yeah. You know, so I think the, those are my closing remarks is that um, and and also just be mindful that um, not everyone engages with social media the same way you do. And there's no right and wrong. And then mm-hmm. if people unfollow you, it's cool. You know, if yeah. people follow that's great but it's not real life and don't take it too personally unless it's personal yeah you know unless it's personal because it can get personal um (laughs) that's it from my side sure yeah i think this is definitely a discussion that we needed to have because wow Um, i think a lot of people are falling prey to this um tool and not using it correctly and Hence, we still have, you know, people sort of going in the wrong direction um, because of social media and putting that pressure on themselves. The, the pressure thing, actually, that's what I wanted to. <laughs> wow, I'm <laughs> so passionate. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so I, yeah, I just wanted to say that like people are putting too much pressure on themselves that like they're chasing to take the next picture. They're chasing to you know have all these glamorous stories and stuff but like at the end of the day you're struggling you know in in your personal life like you're struggling you're struggling in so many different ways and like you said you don't know what the other person has in like their lives you know you don't know um yeah you don't know you basically don't know you don't know that's really it you don't know yeah Mm. i agree 
But yeah, I guess we can wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening on this particular episode. It was very informative for me personally. And um, definitely share your views with us in terms of how you maintain your mental well-being from a social media perspective and what your views are on social media as a whole. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you guys on episode six. Have a lovely day for you. Bye. Before now you they do the caring, calling, texting, chatting Now now me they do the things that you used to do We no longer do the hold on, pick two, last got checked up Baby I don't discuss games we used to play Something is missing, something is missing And I can't seem to find it, no, no